The first day of session in Ohio has all eyes on a potential veto override. And a social media bill aimed at protecting children is blocked by a judge. Hardcourt heartbreak for the Cincinnati Bearcats and their Big 12 home opener. Five on five in five for your Wednesday, January 10th. And we are all uh, trying to thaw out a little bit, stay dry a little bit more and not blow away at the same time. What a weather we are having this week. It's a reminder that we're in January. So I'm going to start with some uplifting thoughts that I had last night. We should start the podcast like that. Uplifting thoughts (laughs) with Kelly. (laughs) Before we bring you down. Also with Kelly. Uh, um, so yesterday it was like 510. Yeah. I was preparing a dinner that wouldn't be eaten by my children. And there was still daylight. And I was like, okay, it's getting dark. But it's 510 now turning into 515. And we're still seeing the sun. And so sun, you know, in quotes. But then 530 rolls around. It's still not pitch black. And my kids still aren't eating. But I was still grateful that this, there was some light to be had at 5.30. And that is what I do this time of the year. Every day I get excited about the sun still being up or there still being some daylight as we get into the later hours. And one day they'll start eating. Will they? I, I, I can attest to that as my kids are just a little bit it's older than like, yours. It's macaroni and cheese. But they won't stop eating. Okay, yeah, that's true. And I need to get a second job for that. Let's talk about the forecast. The wind advisory <laughs> through noon today. So we're over the, the strongest gusts. We had them up to 50 miles per hour. They die down for the second half of the day. Chance for light flurries, a mix, too, of just stuff uh, through the morning. That's also gone by noon. But it's going to feel cold all day. So into the 20s, it'll feel like. Technically, we are registering around 34, 35 degrees, not moving much at all there. Quiet tomorrow, so that's something to celebrate. Uh, But then we do it all over again on Friday with the wind and the rain that ends with snow by Saturday morning as the cold air for real takes over. Uh, If you've been looking ahead at all, yikes. Um, We are watching the potential for a winter storm early next week. Track still to be determined, so we'll watch that, as Randy is saying. But it's going to be very, very cold. Could see lows near zero by Monday and Tuesday. Pause as if this <laughs> as if this week wasn't wild enough. Different kind of wild, uh, I guess. You know, and here's the deal. I don't think this week has even been wild as much as it's just been like, oh yeah, here we are. Um next this next round's gonna You'll feel it. Yeah. You will feel it. Okay. Let's talk about the headlines five on five in five for your Wednesday, January tenth. Fletcher. Yes, our first story this morning. Today marks the first day of session in Ohio, and a recent veto from Governor Mike DeWine is the major priority on day one. Yes, last month, Governor Mike DeWine vetoed House Bill 68. That would have banned gender-affirming care for minors and banned male-born athletes from competing in girls' and women's sports. Well, last week, DeWine signed an executive order that bans gender transition surgeries for minors. It is believed House Republicans do have the votes to, uh, you know, send this over to the Senate and then get DeWine's veto overturned. But the governor is hoping that his executive order is enough to kind of go down the middle to wait off Republicans, especially hardline Republicans, um, to not override um, his veto. So we'll see what happens. They go in session at two o'clock up in Columbus. Our second story, also regarding a recent Ohio law, a judge has temporarily blocked the law that would restrict social media use for children younger than 16. 
Kind of saw this one coming. Um, this law was set to go into effect next Monday. Other states have faced similar challenges, legal challenges. So a group called Net Choice sued, saying that the law violates the First Amendment right to free speech. A judge put a temporary restraining order on the law until this lawsuit plays out in court. Now, a hearing is scheduled for next month, but this means that on Monday... There won't be any changes to social media regarding your teenagers. Now, Ohio is the third state to have a law of this nature get sued. Arkansas and Ohio preceded it. Uh, They've seen their efforts halted by lawsuits as well, with the judge temporarily blocking the Arkansas law. So how that changes in Ohio, how Ohio's law maybe is phrased differently or is worded differently to potentially challenge this legal action, we will have to wait and find out. Um, But again, nothing will happen on Monday. There will be much more to come there. We'll update you as we get more through the day. Turning to a bit of national news for our third story this morning, the nation's largest single blood supplier has declared an emergency due to critical blood shortage. Yeah, this is one of those stories that will impact down to the local level all the way up to the national level. I give blood as often as I can. I've been a little lax recently just because we get busy. That's part of the problem with this shortage. Uh, The Red Cross supplies more than 40% of blood to hospitals nationwide. Now they're saying it is the lowest number of people giving in 20 years. The organization cites the shortage of the holidays. The bad weather also seasonal illnesses. We've talked a lot about RSV, COVID, and flu going around, and common cold as well. There is concern that the shortage will only get worse in the coming weeks because we have more winter weather, as Kelly just talked about a few moments ago, and those respiratory viruses. There's one going around Kentucky. They don't even know what it is. So bottom line is whether you go to Hawksworth, whether you go to Red Cross, whether you go to a local blood drive, if you have time to donate blood, you are saving three lives. They always need it. So uh, if you can go do it, if you can give a double red blood cell donation, which means you don't have to go as often you do have to spend a little more time in the chair but you are giving back so if you are eligible to give blood especially those of you who are o positive like myself and are a universal donor get out there and give no wonder you're so good about donating as often it's, as you I, can. I was told that it can be used across a lot of people and that's why i choose to go often and it's one of those things I don't know if anybody enjoys it necessarily. I mean, it's a the tough still thing. Hurts a little bit. Yeah, it's a tough thing. It's not my favorite thing to do. I still try to do it when I can, but it is. Yeah, it, it's one of those things where you go, "Hey, when the time comes, I would hope that I have the blood needed." Hopefully, that time doesn't come. But yeah, yeah. and you get snacks afterwards. Snacks. And you get snacks afterwards. That's the famous Amos cookies. Yeah, and was it the Red Cross that they're giving away Super Bowl tickets? I believe they're giving away Super Bowl tickets oh, or sure. an entry. If you give blood. Okay. I'm pretty sure it's We need cross. to look into that. Somebody's giving away Super Bowl tickets to give blood. So, enjoy. Speaking of football, at least, our fourth story this morning. Uh, Cincinnati Bengals fans, they showed up loud and proud helping to propel one of the Bengals fan favorites to a very high honor. Huge honor. Uh, Bengals center Ted Karras won a certain portion of the NFL Man of the Year Challenge. This is the fan vote securing over $35,000 for his Indianapolis-based charity, the Village of Marici. So Ted Karras' Cincy hat has soared in popularity. Saw them everywhere on Sunday. Um, And I don't know if it's now I've purchased one, so I noticed them more, but truly I feel like everybody has one on their head. Um, It's generated more than $800,000 in sales with proceeds going directly to the village of Marici. It's a nonprofit uh, living community and service for adults with disabilities. He's got a really wonderful relationship with these folks. So Karis is the first Bengals player to have ever won the fan vote. Now, the official Walter Payton NFL Man of the Year will be named on February 8th during the NFL Honors Awards program. Um, So if you were a little confused, yes, this isn't the official vote. This is the fan part of it and still awesome that all that money was generated for his charity. 
the Bengals graphic helped with that confusion a little bit. The fan vote portion was very small. Yeah. Yes. He's like size, man, what, eight font compared man of the to year, very, 15 font? Very large. You know, maybe they're just prepping for February, and they can just bloop, remove uh, that fan vote part and use one the same in, graphic. One in 32 chance. We'll see if we hear his name called. Still need to get my Cincy hat. It's, they're yeah, awesome. Good. They're and, cute. And they have Cute's them for different teams. Yeah. That's fine. I'll, I'll could drive okay. a few. Thank you. And finally, before we get out of here, our final story today, the Cincinnati Bearcats dropped their first ever Big 12 home basketball game last night, falling by one point, 74-73 to the Texas Longhorns. UC held a three-point lead into the final minute, but the Longhorns ended the game on a 4-0 run. Simmons Lukosius had a day. He led all Bearcats in points with 19, adding four assists, which was also a team high. Victor Locken had 17 points, and Jamil Reynolds scored 11 off the bench. Those are really the three uh, scores on the day for the Bearcats, who now move to 1-1 one one in conference play, and they will head to the Lone Star State this weekend for a showdown against the Baylor Bears, which will be the third straight game against a ranked opponent to open Big 12 play for the Bearcats. There's a reason it's considered the best basketball conference in the country. Now we have uh, highlights from last night in case you missed any of the action. We also have the full postgame comments from head coach Wes Miller and Lukosius over on our website, WLWT.com. Yeah, one note from Wes Miller. He even said, we turned the ball over way too much. 15 leading to, I think, 22 points. That'll lose, that'll lose the ball game. That'll, that'll lose it. That'll lose the ball game. I, it was one of those things I checked first thing this morning because you so wanted to see them get that win. But, uh, hey, at least it wasn't an embarrassment. It wasn't a blowout. Like, they're Lots they're in the right on. place. Lots of and that was something that both Miller and Lakosha said, kind of overarching their comments was, we knew we belonged, and this performance yeah. shows us that we belong. Yeah. And we'll see if they can pick up another upset road victory like they did last week in Provo against BYU against Baylor on Saturday. Yeah, got to pick these up because March is right around the corner. We hope. Hard to say. But, it, well, it, it, March is around the corner. It's a fact. We hope we, we, hope we have a reason to care in March. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. That's five on five and five. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs>